Hello and welcome to the second part of the Solar Legion podcast. It's Morganite speaking, and I'm going to be taking you through what's changed since the last time I did a podcast um, before the next wave of Dark Angels releases in 2020. So we got the Lion, we finally got the Lion and Book 9 Crusade, which gave us a, a plethora of new um, rights of war and new ways to play the army, along with a couple of new units which was a lot of fun to be able to sort of look at that like the um, uh, Firewing unit, uh, the Cabal and you know the the Exendio um, Automata so yeah a lot of really cool things came out of that book which was great because it meant that we could sort of flesh out our Legion a bit more and make it a bit more unique as opposed to sort of having the same uh, units that could be seen in any Legion it meant that the Dark Angels finally got the, the love and attention that they deserve Obviously, with the advent of the additional rights of war, it meant that the Dark Angels have the most rights of war of any Legion, which is exciting, because obviously they're being the first Legion, they've got the sort of longest standing tactics and stuff, and the the lore in the background obviously suggests that they've got the most knowledge on a, a variety of warfare methods. So that was quite nice as well. Um, on the webpage on our strategicpainting.co.uk um, gallery, I've got the Dark Angels set of photos up there, and in there I've actually put together a Primaris Lieutenant. Obviously, not legal for competition games or anything, but for rule of cool here at Strategic Painting, why not? It's a, it's a cool model. So we, I used the Lazarus. Um, I used the Lazarus model as a conversion and as a base and then added in a tyrannic greatsword and um, you know put on his shield a lion and I've called him Arturus Lion Shield just something a bit different just something to make it a bit more 30k um, really something and that's a model that now is my my go-to Praetor with a with a Artificer armor. Um, I said that in the background, the the Emperor of Mankind gave it to him as a gift for his his force arriving on Terror to stop the siege of Terror just in time. Um, yeah, so on the web page as well, I've sort of put in Cipher. I mentioned this last time, but I've put in Cipher the uh, the forty k model just as a sort of painting project. Uh, it was the model, the only Dark Angels model I had for a very long time, um, purely because. The, uh, the model came in the Triumvirate of Gulliman. So in that you got Gulliman, uh, Grandmaster Voldus and Cypher, which I was down in London at the time. I was actually working at Warhammer Tottenham Court Road and you know it just seemed like a natural progression that I'd get it. And that obviously meant that it came with Cypher. So being the Night Lords player at the time, I, uh, I chose not to build him up and paint him up and save him for a rainy day. And that rainy day came when obviously I started doing my own force of, uh, of Dark Angels. And on there I've put together a couple of unique Praetors, one with a chainsword and a, and a sword, a power sword as well. Um, I've also put together a couple of my, uh, my Terminators that I bought from Minion uh, that I mentioned in the last podcast. I've, um, I also made the Holguin um, a model for him using the blade from Sanguinius's model because I gave him the spear Sanguinius. Um, so I used the sword to give uh, Holguin to make the character, the special character they released on War, Warhammer Community. Um, I've also put together just some extra sort of marines and stuff for, for scenic purposes but on, in that I, I do have I think 40 painted um, tactical marines for this army now. I've got quite a few 
um, bodies there ready for for sort of putting in rhinos and jumping them out as and when. Uh, I've also got a couple of land raiders too now. Um, I, me and Croydon went down to Warhammer World, and uh, I actually decided, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna do this legion right. We're gonna do it the way that I've always wanted to do a legion and sort of build it up with troops and uh, tanks as well, um, which basically meant that I could sort of look at the tanks that I'd not bought before and thought, well, which ones have I always wanted but never bought? So the Legion Glaive was top of that list. That's one that I've always wanted to have um, a Legion Glaive and the fact that I was building up such a, a vast Legion, I thought, you know what, no time like the present. So uh, I finally got a Legion Glaive. Minion also wanted rid of a Fellblade. So um, I actually bought a Fellblade off of him as well. Um, that he'd, it was a half started pro project. So I managed to get the that for, from him. Um, so now I've got two very heavy tanks in, <laughs> in the Legion. Um, I also did a couple of the Ravenwing bikers just to make it so that I'd got the, the fast attack element of, of the Legion. So um, I've done them obviously as outriders with plasmas um, just to make it a bit more thematic um, for, for what Dark Angels would take. Um, I mentioned in the last one the, the, Vindic uh, yeah, the Vindicators. I converted them up now from demolisher cannons to laser blasters just to make something a bit more unique. It also looks a bit more uh, sort of old world tech um, than the actual laser destroyer vindicator so it looks like they've sort of had them for for quite a while and it's more of a simplistic design so i thought that would be quite cool um, so they go along with my sakaran punishers and the uh, the other tanks that i've got um, i don't know if i mentioned in the last podcast i'd got a stormbird that i uh, that I painted up originally for thousand suns or started painting it for thousand suns but the white was just it was taking its toll so i'd sort of not got anywhere with it i then decided it'd go for the custodes um and that sort of didn't go anywhere i couldn't decide what red panels to make to make it so it looked like it blended in with my my already two orion two aries uh, custodies list and you know i just sort of thought well what else could i apply that to what what legion could this stormbird go for and then just before crusade was released they released the artwork um one of the artworks in crusade and it happened to be a stormbird and i just thought it looked so good in black with a with a sort of half right half red right wing um which i just thought looked so cool so i had to base my uh, my my stormbird on this this artwork so i did and i actually painted it up in two days because of how excited i was it, 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 you know it was something that i've been looking for an excuse to get this this um stormbird painted up and finally games workshop gave me one on the uh, on the warhammer community article um and then finally the lion himself came out now i um originally built him with the lion's sword and uh, I played a game with it and didn't do that well with him. He he was good, um, he killed quite a few people but he just had a bit of trouble getting through hordes and getting through a lot of bodies so I decided that actually no, maybe it was best to have uh, built him with the wolf's blade so the chainsword variant so that obviously meant that I had to just get uh, another model and it gave me another excuse to paint two of the same Primarch so I actually then magnetized the other Primarch the the latest Primarch's head so I could have either the helmet or the um, non-helmeted version uh, just to make it so I'd got 
you know, it's, it's my first proper Legion that I'm doing a larger scale force of. So I felt that, you know what, I don't actually mind buying two of the Primarch and getting him painted up. Um, which now I, uh, I've got one on display and one in the in the box ready to, to play next time we can game. So on the uh, on the web page that I'll link in the in the description of this podcast, I've also put in um, a picture of the full army as it was. This photo on the bottom of the web page with the Stormbird and the Derridea and the Leviathan and everything else in it was taken probably just towards when I sort of paused on the painting side of things. So there are a couple of extra bits by now. Um, you can see we've got the interemptors there and yeah we've got five heavy bolters and the ten plasma cannons and there's there's quite a, a sort of fleshed out army there there's there's enough troops to sort of shake a stick at but since then I have managed to paint a bit extra which I'll try and get a couple of pictures of next time they're out and and upload those as well so yeah I just thought you guys sort of needed a, a final collect collective look at the the dark angels now that everything's out for them that's out at the moment this is recorded in april 2021 so um if there's anything else that i add in or anything to sort of add to it i will put that in in another part i'll uh, i'll make on all the podcasts if if i add to the army i'll make a, a second part like a part two and part three and then edit the titles of the first ones to be part ones and so then you can sort of follow the journey a little bit longer than just one episode of a 10 minute ramble from me <laughs> so yeah so as i say the, the dark angels they got to quite a nice sort of round completion state of gaming ready of everything up to a size that i would take so i will next be talking about well i don't know what order i'll be releasing them in but the next one i'll be recording is the uh legio ignatum the titans that i've uh, repainted in the past nine months i'm really really excited to talk about that so i'll uh, i'll be recording that one next and uh publishing it uh, publishing it very soon so thank you very much for listening take care